when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Oh, he's sighing, but I'm going to ignore that, Andrew, and say, how are you doing, man? I'm going to ignore that, and I'm going to say, why have you got World King Fighter on your sweatshirt? I'm going to ignore that and say, why have you got water all over the front of your green, trying to look military T-shirt? Because I've been walking in the rain. Walking in the rain. Just to the... get here Were on you time with the one today. you love? No, I was on, by myself with a cup of coffee. Yeah, with a time. What, are you taking photographs of me for? You were taking the photographs, Andy. No, I'm not. No, I went What are you doing? At... Do you know, I went, Andy. What? Just thought of it then. I used to be big shot lawyer, right? <laughs> like, oh, giggles. Big, a lot of little ruffles come from yeah, there. Yeah. And when you're doing criminals, right, mm-hmm. they come in and, you know, a percentage of them, 80% or whatever, Buddies. say they're not guilty, yeah. right? And so that's fine. Take that on the face of it. But You've you got to trust them, haven't but, you? Well, you, you know, but you got. I used to think to myself, I wonder if he is or if he isn't, right? Now, the moment you would have walked through the door... Mm-hmm. I would have said guilty. <laughs> and you're seeing you now with your sweaty T-shirt yeah. with some sort of liquid all down yeah. the front of it. Pre- precipitation. Yeah, and your common accent. Aye. Guilty as far as I'm concerned. You reckon? I thought, Andy, one, that we should drop the Chris Evans shite. Yes, please. Done. Um, but I thought, you know, like everyone knows about me, you know, my fashion. Do they? Yeah, me fashion, me sports achievements, you know, and all that. World King Fighter sweatshirt. Oh, that's... What, what, what did you World say? King Fighter. It's written on the front of your sweatshirt. Though. Well, what's wrong with that? You're always picking well, you're on your T-shirts. Here. You're not here. What, a World King? You've got a knackered shoulder. Yeah, I'm not fighting fit at the moment, Andy. That doesn't mean I won't be back. So I thought, well, yeah, we all know about me. Yeah. What about you? Find oh, out a little Christ. bit more about your life, you know? I mean, that... You know, I do my photography and all that. But what about Andy? So can I ask you something? And don't just block me, Andy. They're perfectly nice questions, yeah? Better be. Andrew, what is the lowest Mm -hmm. you've ever been? (laughs) Oh, man. Have you ever been really low? Oh, God, I have, but it's it's really personal. I'm not going to talk about it on this podcast. Oh, I knew you'd block me. I'm not blocking you. I'm just saying I'm not talking about it. Was it underground? It It was like... Basement level of yeah. a department store. That's the lowest you've been. A yeah, department store. I've not been like down into the earth's core or into like lava or anything like that. Yeah. But basement level bins in Sunderland before it closed. I used to have a good basement. And did so? Did you get lost, Pat, or yeah, something? I did did yeah. you cry? I lost, I lost my mum. <laughs> did you cry? I got, I got stuck on the stairs. I didn't know whether to go up or down. So not only were you physically low, you're actually emotionally pretty low as yeah. well. So I'm sorry to have gone. I got there, a wooden right? crate dropped on my ankle when I was three. That's got nothing to do with that. Was quite low. I didn't ask that you hurt. About, I didn't ask you about anything being dropped on you. Second That's question then. Second question. A similar one is what's the highest you've ever been, Andy? Let's find out a bit more about. Uh, that. The highest I've ever been. Um, 
Are you talking metaphorically here, or no? Just at the highest, you know, like have you been highest up point? The highest point you've been, yeah. Up the Eiffel Tower. That's the highest. Yeah, that's as high as I've been. I think that's about what seven hundred foot. Yeah, I mean, I've never been to like South America or Central America where they've got like thin air. Yeah, but you know, he's hoping what one about day the Lake District. Any of the I peaks? nearly went the Lake District today because I drove halfway down here. Yeah, and got on the train at Newark, and I was so tempted to go right at Scotch Corner, and just fuck this all off. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I, I would have been disappointed. So the highest you've ever been is the Eiffel yeah, Tower. Yeah, Eiffel Tower. Yeah, and the lowest is downstairs in bins. What's yeah. the illest you've ever been? The illest I've ever been. Um, I had my appendix out when I was seven, and that really hurt. You can remember before I had it out. Yeah. Yeah. Really, like I doubled over in pain. You've never been stabbed pain. or shot. Not or yet. No. Acid no. flung at your face. No, no fingers crossed. No. Lucky lad. So far. But I'm in London, so, you know, anything could happen. London. Do you know, this, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time we've recorded it in what is the Hoxton area of yeah. uh, London. Can you imagine folks being in Hoxton? It's just people in kilts everywhere, isn't it? There's a lot of kilts. And skateboards. There's so many fucking coffee outlets, Andy. There is. And I managed to go to one where I've got a medium coffee. And it's the size of a fucking pig's fingernail. It's a thimble, isn't it? It's a thimble. Oh, but good luck with it. Let's hope it's extremely, mm. t- extremely tasty. It's very tasty. Do you prefer old people, like I'm saying over 70, yeah, or young people? Is this some kind of like life insurance questionnaire or something? No, I've just thought we could find out a little bit more about ask, it. Ask it again. This is the last one. I'm do not you, answering any more. Okay. Do you, you know, just generally speaking, do you prefer the oldies over 70, what? say, or the youngins, 18 to 25? <laughs> I would say the oldies. I think I prefer the oldies. Well, that's the 18 to 25s, these millennials, isn't it? Yeah. And they just keep telling you what to do all the time. No, I don't think that's fair. I just think do that, you know? like, I just think that we're really dull to them and I feel like I'm imposing. I just feel like them. we're always having our, our 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 lives and our responses checked by them and policed. Yeah. And I bet none of them could change a fucking fuse in a three-pin plug. Yeah. I wouldn't say so. Could you? Of course I could. What amp fuse would you put in in like a side light then a lamp? Five. Fuck off. <laughs> Three. <laughs> hey, so, come on. I've thought to myself... Let's... I'd put in what was already in it. I'd just replace it like for like, wouldn't I? I suppose you would, yeah. Fuck's sake. Let's, I've written a song, Andrew, to oh, kick things right. off. Okay. It's, it's a love song. It's about... Is it a love song to Sunderland? No, it's oh. a love song to a beautiful lady that Ooh. I met in Sunderland. Oh. Um, and I'd just like to tell you the story of that meeting. Go for it. I met you in Sunderland On a bench at the retail park You offered me KFC Two thighs Then uncrossed your eyes you were wearing a football shirt and Primark dungarees. Your hair smelt of chicken fat and tripe. You had just had a shine. Colleen, you were my Sunderland girl. We threw bones at a passing bus. You had to be in court next day for selling stolen goods. I will never forget you. We slept in bed next to your dad. We used a chicken as a pillow 
in an Aldi carrier bag At breakfast you blew me a kiss And buttered my Weetabix We went to the magistrate's court by bus And you got 18 months Colleen, you were my Sunderland girl Sixteen stone and four foot six Your vape smell of onions And your house of Alsatian piss I will never forget you Nor the sights that you showed me but now you were chained to a wall Like the donkey by the KFC There you go, Andrew. Colleen. Colleen, yeah. You got a number. <laughs> you like the song? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you I've a... got a couple of names for you. Go on. Before then. we go any further. Go on then. Go you on can, then. of course, be Honky Tonk if you want to be. Yeah. Or you can be Carboot Christian. Yeah, uh, he goes along to his local car boot sale on a Saturday, where he sets up a stall, and he's got ten random items on there that he's deliberately overpriced by about thirty percent. He refuses to engage with anyone who tries to barter with him. Stuff like bits of fish and tackle, uh, one of them ceramic hens that you keep eggs in, yeah, an old rotary dial telephone, bits of Soviet military army, yeah, knickknacks. Bit bored with so him already. Doesn't sell any of it. Then he goes home and rewards himself because he's got one of the machines that shags you in the garage. He has an hour on that before Super Sunday. Okay, thank you for that. Reject it. Reject it. I don't work Saturdays. Okay. I've included Saturday and Sunday in that as well, just to confuse you. Or you could be Mobile Malcolm. Yeah. Malcolm's 44. He, he sounds fresh. Mm, lives alone in a mobile home. He's got a mobile phone. He runs a mobile disco. He avidly reads books that he gets from the mobile library, and he makes them mobiles to hang above children's beds, and he sells them on eBay. Lost both his feet in a farming accident in 1987. Ooh, I like the sound of that accident and the, and the long road to recovery. Yeah. And the hero status that will have uh, Do you want to be uh, mobile, Malcolm? No, I don't. I'd like to be on Kitong. Fuck, fine. I'll offer you one. Ravioli downpipe, yeah? Latin lover boy with the lifts in his shoes and gadgets on his Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I'll have it. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> have, you seen the, um, have you seen the Easter bunnies that are sold in Morrison's? No, I'm Made not. entirely of butter. Fuck off. Seriously. Butter bunnies. Butter bunnies. They're bigger than the Netherlands, apparently. And, and Morrison's, of course, gave us the, the foot-long sausage roll not so long ago. Yeah. Morrison's is my favourite supermarket now because they don't give a shit about fucking you up. Well, I don't have one in my town. They, I well, I bet you don't, Margaret Harbour. You've just got a weight rose, have you? It should. The Morrison's shut about a year ago. Yeah, because everyone's got the weight rose. I presume, to be honest with you, yeah. It's stuck up idiots. It, it was actually to do with a parking problem, Andrew. <laughs> Hey, Bob, do you reckon Debbie Harry's still got a heart of glass? Ooh, I suspect she never had a heart I mean, of well, glass. Well, it was 1979, so I'm not sure. Strong chances she still still got it, because it was glassware, yeah. isn't it? And that's kind of quite robust, and not a lot of wear and tear with glassware, yeah. is there? I don't think you can have a functioning heart made of glass, Andy. Um, so do you reckon she's had it replaced with something like carbon fibre plastic, once, something like that? Once again, I think it was just a metaphor, Andy. I think it was just a what metaphor. What she sang about it? I don't know why she'd lie. You don't want to take all these things literally, do you? Really? Yeah. Oh, I will. Well, yes, I know you will. 
I'm joined in the studio now by our special guest this afternoon, Mr. Barry Homeowner. Hi there, Barry. Hello. Sorry, like, it's Barry, isn't it? Sound like Bob Moore. <laughs> yo, hello, yo, Barry. Yeah, yeah. Hello, hi, hi. It's a nice rig you've got here. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. Now you describe yourself as the octopus of the business freeway, uh, free-thinking pop-up blue sky launch pad that takes root in any community brave enough to drink his wisdom. But we're going to try and get under your skin here. Yeah. So you're an estate yeah. agent, Barry. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. that like? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, it's office-based, but with massive outdoor reach and interaction. Um, Andrew, it's targets, targets, targets. Right. If you don't hit them, it's a shitteroo. But when you do, it's like driving an Aston Martin straight at a fox. A massive Russia doodle do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What turns you on, Barry? What turns me on? It's a good question, Andrew. Well, certainly design classics such as 70s Habitat, 60s G-Plan. Look, here's a tip I'm pretty damn sure that some of the side tables at Oak Furniture Land are going to become design classics of the future. Buy now and watch their value go up, up, up into the business sky. That's free to you, sir. Barry, are you looking for a new lady in your life? <laughs> yeah, the ladies. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, not actively. I'm on um, Plenty of Fish, you know, the dating site. I'm just on there for lols, really, you know. My life is full of female inputs. Lady at Cafe Nero, who always marks my cup. Barry Homo. The receptionist Laura at work, who can't keep her eyes off my butteroonie, you know. Tommy Hilfiger, High Rider Slacks, that's my secret. So yeah, plenty of ladies. Don't know what it is, but if I had to guess, I would say it's my physique and the great things that I say. Yeah, yeah, I can say that. And um, what car do you drive? Barry? When I meet a lady, Andy, I take a three-pronged approach. One, I walk up to them on my tippy-tippy toes with my tongue slightly out and my flies undone, about one inch. Two, I say, how to do the Rooney? And wet my lips with my tongue, yeah? Then I asked them if it would be okay if I brushed their hair. Bit creepy. That, my friend Aruni, is the first step on the ladder. <laughs> that, my friend Aruni, is the first step on the ladder of love. The stairway to melons. <laughs> I'll ask you the question I tried to ask you a minute ago. What car do you drive, Barry? Motor car. Yeah. Only the jokes. Just a ruffle bomb. And between cars at the mo, wife took hours on the big split a rooney. Prob's gonna bag a contract hire from one of the nationals, probably a Peugeot, black or red, must haves, aircon Bluetooth, Wi-Fi hotspot, and auto gearbox. So I've got one hand free to point at things as I pass them. <laughs> what sort of things do you like to point at, Barry? Uh monuments. Billboards. Yeah. And shrubs. <laughs> well, thanks thanks for popping in, Barry, and telling us um, a little bit about yourself today. Could you ask me how I'm sleeping at the moment? How are you sleeping at the moment, Barry? On my back. Soz, just a ruffle grenade with a side order of laffles. Pretty well, though. I do have the occasional semolina nightmare where an ape digests me and displays my bottled essence in his bistro. As I've always said, you can sleep when you're dead. And by that, I mean dead tired. Oh, thank you very much for there, Barry Homeowner, for joining us today. No, the thankaroonies are on me. Hey, is there a Boots nearby? I need some German hair shampoo and some Zoverax for my cold balls. I don't know, probably. Cheers anyway, bye. Bye, Barry. So what have you got um, 
on your mind, Andrew? What have I got on my mind? I've got some questions from my quads for you. Oh, fucking G- hell. G- well, you've asked me a bunch of go questions then, about myself, then. so why is it a problem for me? Yeah, well, I hope they don't go on forever. There's only two. From Jick, Jash, Joff and Jeff. Uh, Bob, out of all the pets you've ever had that have died, which one was your favourite? Um, my first cat, Billy... He was a tuxedo black cat, you know, the one with the V, white V on the chest. Like him out of the cartoons. Yep. Bit like Felix the cat. Yeah. A wonderful, wonderful cat. Well, they've said here, tell Bob you'll probably see it again when you get to heaven. Although that's not very likely. Oh, I see. So they've said that. Right. Second question from the boys. Uh, Bob, why are you such an arsehole? They've put at arsehole, it should be an arsehole, but I'll have a word with them about that later on. Seriously, what's your problem? Maybe you should just lighten up a bit. It's not Dad's fault that you're so angry and that your life is shit. Get help. Well, yeah, I plead guilty. It's not really a question, is it? It's more of a bit of a life advice. But yeah, that's, it's, but it's most welcome, said. because kids have that way of getting straight to the heart of things. You know kids what I mean? say the funniest things, don't they, really? And the truest things sometimes as well. There we go, that's the questions from the quads. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. So, Peter Beardsley sent me one of his uh, updates, Andy. Do you Good. want to hear that? I'd love to sit back and hear that, please. Uh, okay. Here we go. I mean, Bob, I'm still not back in work, you know, because of the business with the foreign lads, like, you know. So, just you know, I'm really getting under the wife's feet, you know, and watching the clock go round and round and round and round. Until it's time to go and sleep, you know, in the spare room. Me mate Billy, the bus, the bus came round yesterday, you know. He brought me a colouring book and some crayons, like it's a very nice example of the genre, you know. It's got a seal balancing on a big ball, unicorn, a moomin. Looking at the suitcase and the caravan next, next to a tree, you know. 
me favourite one was a robot feeding a robot baby with an oil can. So I've been doing that today. Billy didn't get me a silver pencil, so to be honest, the robot looks a bit shit. I coloured it in brown you know, instead, so I hope no one sees it, else that'd probably be me in more trouble. Dog dirt. <laughs> Billy, you know, took me out in his car to cheer me up, you know. We went up the Asda Lake and got a couple of chicken wraps to eat in the car park, you know. Well, the moment I bit into it, I knew there was something wrong, like, you know, it was a double disaster, you know, because one, it was wholemeal wrap, which is hard work, you know. I like me chicken wrap to have a nice soft melty in your mouth, you like, you know, melt in your mouth sort of texture to it. You know, almost stodgy, Bob, you know. Two, it had fucking chilli in it. Now, for me, chilli is far too striking to be in the chicken wrap, you know, it's very overpowering. Still, chicken wrap is a chicken wrap, so I persevered, and I must say, the chicken was nice and lumpy. Lovely, lumpy, lumpy chicken. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the way back there, you know, we popped into the bookies and I won a tenner on the gambling machine, like, you know, and I, I felt really happy. You know, like you might feel if you, you, know, you pull off a sharp dance move at an important disco. Anyway, that was short-lived because when I got home, the wife was waiting for me at the front door. Where the fuck have you been, you little fucking creep? I've been waiting for over a fucking hour for me poor sticks! Then I'm sorry, Nova, I went out without telling you. And I'm sorry I've left your eye dry, poor stegwise, but Billy the bus popped round and took us out for a drive. Billy the bus, that fucking fat wanger! <laughs> Hold on, have you been eating behind my back? Well, if she knew I'd had foreign bread, she would have lamped me, like, you know. Ever since she rejected Jesus, she's banned bread, because it reminds her of the fella, like, and whole meal's worse, because it's such an intense bread, you know, and you're probably around, like, even when Jesus will arrive, like. So I told her, and I had a sausage roll, and that was very sorry I had done that. And where'd you get your fucking money for that fucking dirt? When, where did you get the money for that, you fucking doyle? Have you been in my fucking purse? Empty your pockets now! Well, I'm doing some tour late, and of course, she sees the ten pound right there on one of the bookies. Oh, you little fucking scheming thief! Give us that cash back and get four fucking poaches on! And they'd better be fucking runny! As for that useless fat prick, Billy! <laughs> Get on the phone, tell him he's not fucking welcome back here no more. I bet it was him that put you up to it. Well, I didn't dare tell her I'd beaten the bookies, like, so I just did as she was told. <laughs> She's upstairs asleep now, so I'm just colouring in as quietly as I can, like, in, uh, my son used to, like, colouring in book. He always did the clown first, like, because said it reminded me 
It was me, you know, so that's a nice memory. Anyway, I'll finish up cheers, maybe cheers both up, Bob, with some jokes, you know, like from me, from me joke book. Just got me, just got me joke book here somewhere, that's it is. I was in the jungle and there was this monkey with a tin opener. I said, you don't need a tin opener for a banana. He said, no, this is for the fucking custard. <coughs> I told my wife I'd got a job at the bowling alley. Ten pins, she said. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a permanent post, I replied. <laughs> I went to the doctor <coughs> and they said, I've got a problem, you know. I always have a dump every morning at six o'clock. He said, what's the problem with that? He said, don't get up there like that. <coughs> this recruitment consultant asked me, he said, what do you think of voluntary work? I said, I wouldn't do it if you paid me. I can't tell the one about the elephant, like, because her wife says it's too too mucky so I'll say you Bob anyway one Peter Beasley there's only one Peter Beasley one Peter Beasley see you Bob um, seems alright doesn't he seems alright yeah I think he'll, he'll he'll be back to work soon surely well fingers crossed you know um, justice justice will be done no doubt one way or the other one way or the other I don't know the ins and outs. No, no. It's not for us to judge, is it? What do you reckon? If you walked in now, would you reckon Baddy or Guilty or... Oh, Paddle? Are using your solicitor's Oh, I think opinion. he's got um, a very, unre- can't, but very unreadable face. I wouldn't like... You wouldn't play a poker against him? I, I, no, I wouldn't. No chance. Okay. What's behind the door? Yes or no? Yes or no? Okay. What's behind the door? I don't know, I don't know. It's got a theme tune now. He don't know. What's behind the door, yes or no? Imagine there's a door over there, right? Yeah. I'm going to ask you three things that's behind it. You've got to tell us if you go and look at them. You know that, don't I you? I know that. It works, number one, yeah. it's an upside down number three. Yeah. It's massive. Yeah. Would you go through and have a look at it? No. All right, then it's tiny. It's under a microscope. No. Would you have a look at that? No, I'm not interested no. in the number okay. three. I mean, God, that not was even an long, upside down that one. That was a long shot, wasn't it? That was worth a punt. Uh, some lads on a stag weekend behind the door they're having a bit of a wrestle and it's supposed to be fairly light hearted but there's some underlying unspoken issues there and it's starting to get a bit serious you know banter getting out of hand classic stuff don't like that energy you wouldn't want to watch that bit negative right okay number three Uh, Akabilk he's shit faced well you know you've got me there don't you hang on though might be a twist he's leaning against the wall and having a conversation with himself about the inland revenue yeah his hat's on but his hat could come off at any minute Whilst the hat's on, I'm going in, Andy. And if the hat falls off, you'd walk out? I'd walk out, yeah. I'll take that. That's good enough for me. One out of three. Well, Thanks, thank Bob. You. Well, thank you for offering me them. I was thinking, you know, with the international week, Andy, and of all what? that, with the international break and all that in the international football. Bre- oh, football. In the football. What's a football podcast, this, isn't it? Yeah, and I was thinking to myself, like, I wonder how the gangs are all going to line up, you know, come the World Cup with the England squad and that. Yeah. 
Um, and I think I might have got um, a bit of a clue here, so it might be interesting for people. So. You know Harry, Harry Kane's recuperating from his ankle injury. Yeah. yeah? He's been staying at his mum and uh, dad's house, right? And Debbie, Debbie Ali's been mm-hmm. staying in the spare room whenever he can. Right, you know... Him. Sorry? Just to look after him. Well, yeah, just so that you can, you know, can play Call of Duty, try out different yeah. uh, products, you know, buy shit off the internet, that sort of thing. Um, well, the day before the Italy match just gone, right... Debbie got a few of the England players together to go visit him, cheer him up, you know, because yeah. he's probably feeling left out. There's Eric Dyer, Adam Liliana, Raheed Sterling, <laughs> Jordan Henderson. Um, so Debbie goes in first because he wants it to be a surprise, you know. I said, all right, Harry, how are you feeling? Harry says, I'm very frustrated and down in the dumps, actually, Debbie. This injury could not have come at a worse time. It's got me in a right fluffery buffery. Debbie says... Yes, it's very inconvenient, but there's no good time to have an injury, is there, Harry? At least it won't rule you out of the World Cup. Harry says, yes, that's very true, Debs, but I am worried about James Vardy. He's the only other UK centre-forward with a magic chin like me. What if he uses these friendly matches to stake a claim to a starting position? Debbie says, I doubt that will happen, Harry. Harry says, well, you just do, don't know, do you? That Southgate man has got a very big nose. He might be capable of anything. He might even drop you for that Lingard lad who coincidentally has a very big nose. Do you see where I'm coming from? Debbie says, I feel you, boss. Hey, boss, i got a surprise for you. And in walks Liliana, Adam. All right, Harry. Just thought he'd come and say hello. <laughs> I bought you a little gift. It's a jar of moisturiser by La Mer. It's deeply penetrating and replenishing. It'll completely energise your skin. How much did it cost, if you don't mind me asking, out of a feeling of deep curiosity? £1,200 from Selfridges. Oh, well, it must be good then. I thought you cloppies used Nivea. Fuck off, Harry. We wouldn't use that cheap shit. You can buy it in boots or asda. What do you think we are? Mugs are fucking summit. Well, thank you very much, Adam. But... Don't please don't pass the Vardy tomorrow. What was that, Harry? Nothing. <laughs> Would you mind putting a bit of your cream on my elbows? They're very dry and very flaky. Not at all. In fact, I fucking insist. So he gets on with that. Next is in is Jorgen Henderson, yeah? Right, he comes in. He's from Sunderland. He's Sunderland. He's Sunderland. Yeah. All right. All right, Harry. You know I never... Uh, whoa. Would have thought, keep up, you never know, mind. Always knew it could be like so. Offer you um, the best experience ever. All right, Jordan. I bought you <coughs> a chess board and pieces. Lovely, made of oinks with gold detailing. Be okay playing chess against Hendo, says Debbie. He only knows how to move sideways and backwards. That's a terrific line of banter, I just said, isn't it? Harry says... Was the chess set expensive? John says, yeah, three and a half grand from Arad's. All oh, right, should be a good set then. Put it over there next to my ant farm and don't pass the Vardy. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Nothing. Look, Debbie, I'm finding all these visits a little bit tiring and draining. Is there anyone else? In skips Raheed Sterling. Right. 
Yo, Joey! For the culture, Harry! Most effective vibe to you and your sock, man! Harry says to Debbie, What do you bring him in for? He's like a fucking ten-year-old in Toys of Us. Hope your ankle's getting better, bro! I bought you a 24 carat farting ball with an ivory lid, you know, with you being bedbound. What's expensive? Over 50 grand, bro! Harry said, Oh, I expect that would be lovely to fart into then. Thank you very much, Raheem. Don't pass to Vardy. <laughs> what, dear? What did you say about Vardy? I didn't say anything about Vardy. Why would I only know him, like in passing? I bet he wasn't even very expensive when Leicester bought him, so how good can he even be? <coughs> Adam, he's got a magic chin on him, though, ain't he? Good pointy one. John, I pointy, you know, I like witches, like a lot of good luck, like check fitting, and then the ledges, how could you? Raheem, here, this is, this year's chin is more magical, has more magical power than Messi's boss eyes. <laughs> Right, that's that's it, all of you. Get out. I'm fed up of all this chat about Vardy's chin and the magic chin. His is too sharp. Mine is nice and blunt and heavy. It's full of power. All of them say, don't worry, Harry, we won't pass to Vardy. <laughs> thank you very much, lads. And put a Satsuma and a rum barber on top of that, thank you. Let's just hope Big Nose Lingard has got the message. <laughs> right? Is that it? And, you know, isn't it... It's, I wonder, you know, let's think about it. Who passed to Vardy in the Lingard. early match? Lovely finish by Vardy as well, wasn't it? Great goal. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if there's going to be a bit of a two camps at this uh, World Cup. Vardy's uh, chin camp and Harry's <laughs> chin camp. Could be. I wouldn't be surprised if there was, Bob. Bob! Yeah. Do you reckon Madness still live in the House of Fun? <sighs> I mean, I was 1982 in that, and they've probably all matured quite a lot since then, 36 years and everything. You know, people change dynamics in relationships, start shift, and different people start having different ideas about what constitutes fun. But I'd be surprised if they were all still living together in it. What do you think? Well, if any characters are going to still live in a fun house, I think it would be, um, be madness. madness. The nutty boys. Yeah, depends on the size of the house, really, doesn't it? So they've them. probably earned enough for it to up upscale to like a big house where they yeah. can have annexed areas for different kinds yeah. of fun, but with it all coming under the same sort of overriding umbrella of. A house of fun. House of fun. Well, I don't see any reason fun. why you can't have a luxury fun house, Andrew. Yeah. I don't see any reason whatsoever. I saw Madness in Brighton, 1978. Did you? Yeah. Did they, they look like they were having fun? Yeah, they, they had a little, they were very skinhead band then. Did you have fun? Um, I, I was a bit scared watching them actually because like they, I, I don't know where East End of London, North London, wherever they came from. Yeah. They came um, down like with this posse of skinheads. Right. Who did the nutty dancing, mm -hmm. which was an incredible thing Did you not say. know the dance? Nah, well, you just stood back and enjoyed it as part of the performance, right. really, to be honest with you. Shall I put that down as a maybe, then, for the House of Fun? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, South Africa. And I remembered something that I uh, might want to tell you about my time in South Africa. Okay. Do you want to hear it, or do you want to just pack in there? Oh, you seem to have, you seem to have weirded in there with it already. So, so, one of my days off filming, I thought, I'll go out for a bit of sun and a swim. So, I went to the Blue Rock Water Park, mm -hmm. Andy. Big water park just outside on the outskirts of Cape Town. Caught a bus from just outside Rudy's General Store. Right. And he popped out to say hello as I was waiting, you know, with my trunks and my towel like. So Rudy says, All right, Bob? No, that's not it. That's Geordie. Is it? All right, Bob? You look terrible. You look a terrible weak bitch today. Where are you heading to? <laughs> it's that easier, did it? 
It's it's kind South of, Africa. It's it's not. He bad. popped out to, to a soft. Where are you heading to? A soft play area for the feeble-bodied. <laughs> I said, no, Rudy, I'm going to Blue Rock Water Park. Do, do you know if it's any good? You bet, Blue. They got a hundred foot near vertical speed slide that will give you goose gogs, a right thud. Make sure you're well secure or they could end up looking like fried eggs. It's a terrible South African. Yeah, I will do, Rudy. So 20 minute bus ride, I'm there. Lovely hot day, lovely place. Put my stuff in a locker, change into my trunks. Head straight for this big speed ride, this big 100-foot vertical drop that Rudy was on about. And there's not much of a queue. I reckon a lot of people didn't fancy it, and it's quite intimidating when you see it. So at the bottom of the stairs to the ride, you have to pick up this, like, padded PVC sleeve that you wear, like, sort of like a skirt to soften the impact when you hit the bottom. Yeah. Um, So at the top, the last bit's this sort of 10-foot ladder, and it's onto a platform, and there's a bloke there who tells you how to put the skirt on and releases you down the tube safely, right. you know. So I get on the platform and shit, he's got a pointy stick, yeah? And he presses the, the pointy stick against my face, yeah? He says, take your fucking babies off your prick and kneel like a dog. <laughs> well, what can I do, Andy? He's got a pointy stick, right? And I'm on, like, on the sharp end of it, do you know what I mean? Stills you told. So I get down on all fours and he says, start feeding the penny. Start feeding the petted PVC sleeve into your pooper, you prick, while I draw Yogi Bear on your nutsack. <laughs> well, I do as I'm starting. I start Got fe- it, feeding uh, the sleeve in the mess. And he's uh, saying, faster, 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 faster. He wants speed. Yeah. Fast. Well, Andy, I take... Accuracy yeah, as well, or just merely speed? Speed. So, Andy, I take a chance. I dive right past him and down the chute, yeah? Yeah. Bang! I hit the bottom balls first and they instantly swell up like avocados, you know. And so I've got to get back to my locker to get my stuff and I'm naked. Everyone's laughing at me because my balls are making a humming sound, a, a bit like a dehumidifier might make. Yeah. Or beehive. Right. You know. Beehive makes a noise. Like bees. Yeah, but Sorry. many yeah. bees. Yeah. Anyway, back on the bus, I get off at Rudy's and go in to see if he's got any lotion or painkillers, you know, for me knackers. I tell him that the bloke made me feed the padded PVC protective safety skirt into me Terence, and he says, Gangbangers, you got to fucking love them, bro. I said, well, I wrote you, would he really have made me put the whole unit up there? <laughs> he said, South Africa, you bet, bro. They fished a black out of the water last week with a bouncy castle turret up there and three kilos of Play-Doh. Like I say, you got to fucking love them. Um, and then he advised me to wrap some streaky bacon around my plums and uh-huh. sleep upright that night facing the moon. Right. So did, I did, did that. that. Did it help? I did that. I was right, <laughs> right as rain the next morning. So cheers, Rudy. Can I just apologise for asking if, um, you know, if beehives make a noise during that? I know that they make the noise of bees, yeah. but I didn't know whether there was some kind of mechanical element to no, them I as just well. Meant that. Yeah. I just wanted to clear that up with you. Yeah. Bob, do you reckon... Um, Robert Palmer's still addicted to love. Oh. I mean, you know, there's worse things you can be addicted to, isn't it? You know, like gambling and drugs and Andrew and all is that. Dead. And he's, he's not doing anything illegal or unethical. Andrew is dead. Is he? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. But I'm not saying if that's what you mean. I'm not saying that he he didn't die, he's still addicted to love. You think he was till the very end? Could well be. 
That's a nice thought. That's a, that's that's a, nice, a nice thought. thought. Yeah. Um, I think we should just end, because I've done a song as well. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to have to tell you. And it's kind of a positive song to counteract the uh, the negative uh, racist stuff that you do about myself and okay. my hometown and our people and all that sort of thing. Oh. So this is a, a positive little song that I'd like to play for you. Everybody get up on the moon. Do not delay, you must get up there soon. Everybody get up on the moon. Everybody get on the moon and dance. Don't mess around, you have to take your chance. Everybody get your ass up on the moon and dance. Everybody get up on the moon You gotta get up, gotta get up on the moon Fucking do it, fucking get up on the moon Unless you happen to be a space copper Very nice. go. Very nice. A positive message for us all to get on the moon and dance. Lovely sentiments. Thank, Thank you, you, Andy. See ya. See you next time. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.